In this interesting and ever-changing time in our history, I think it's important to give thanks to all we have and all those working so hard each and every day. Please know that this will eventually pass and there will always be a tomorrow. We want to take time to smile, laugh, and pay tribute to all those on the front lines fighting this thing and helping people in need. Keep your heads up high, raise your fist to the sky, and always know that music is there for you. Just remember, together we will rise. Welcome everybody to the Grown Up Rock Podcast. Now, crank it up. there hollywood what's going on uh nothing much you know i just realized i totally forgot my next door neighbor is a nurse too so uh, i'm glad we're doing this episode because uh she's been working a lot yeah i got at least three or four family members that are in the medical industry and are working daily on the front lines and so uh this in part is tribute to them as well as all the grocery store people and people that are just like overloaded with stuff that's going on. This is a fun episode. We're going to hopefully make some people smile and get some people away from the daily activities that's going on in the world today with what else? A little bit of rock and roll, right? Oh yeah. Anything for medicine, nurses, doctor, disease, you know, viruses, all of these type of words have been in our rock music forever. So there was a ton of songs to pick from. I don't think we even, on our huge list, I don't even think we repeated one. No, there's tons of stuff. I mean, there are a lot that I came up with that I just took off my list because I knew there was one waiting to replace it. That way yours and my list is just two separate lists. Uh, but there are tons of songs and and songs that you can look into that in some way play into this whole uh, scenario that we got going on today, just like the opening track that you guys heard, Rise from Heat. That's just a, another way to look at this thing. So uh, it's very cool. I'm excited to uh, use this episode as a tribute and hopefully get people out of the day-to-day grind because I don't know how many more times we can see the news with the information that they're sharing. It's just like, yeah, okay, 
I don't need to watch this one more time. And let me tell you something, Hollywood. I'm going to go on a bit of a tangent just for a split second here. If I get one more email from a company that really has nothing to do with anything that affects me from a COVID-19 perspective, saying stuff about the actual uh, virus and stuff, I'm going to scream. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's off the charts. I'm in the same boat. I'll go to my email and Wells Fargo, COVID-19 update. I'm like, what's Wells Fargo got to do with COVID-19? <laughs> well, they don't want you taking your money out and stuffing your mattress with it, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, right? And I don't even bank with them. I only have a mortgage through them. What the hell? I mean, you don't want your mortgage paid? Like, what's the problem here? So, I, yeah, the news is incredible. And then, you know, you've got, What's becoming very, very clear to me is who actually runs the state that you live in, because you would think it's the commander in chief. Uh, that would be a big fat no. You <laughs> would think it's the senator. That is a big fat no. It's really the governor, yeah, right? That's really running your state. And so what we're hearing from our commander in chief, what I'm hearing from California senators and what I hear from my governor uh, more times than not is completely different. Yeah. And I should, uh, I should let people know because by the time you hear this episode, it'll be mid April and who knows what's transpired in the next two to three weeks, because we're recording this at the very end of March. So who knows? We've been on lockdown now at this point for two, two and a half weeks and they keep pushing dates. So I have no doubt that by mid-April we'll still be in a similar situation, hopefully not worse than it currently is, but we want it to give everybody a little bit of relief from all this crap that's going on and hopefully bring a smile to your face and at least let you play some rock and roll and crank it up and we figured what a better way to do a tribute to all those that are out there fighting it day in and day out, so... That's what this episode is all about. And I was thinking about something because my kids look bored today. So I go to my uh, my Wi-Fi account. There's 45 devices connected. There's only <laughs> five people live here. Right? So I'm like, what do you think Stephen Michael did in 1936 when there was no devices? Shut up and go back to your room. Uh, yeah, is this uh, Sid Fields' residence? Sid Fields. What the hell is it? <laughs> Mr. Fields? What? Uh, hi, I'm, I'm Jerry Seinfeld. The agency sent me. The agency? What agency? The CIA? <laughs> no, no. The, uh, the uh, who let you in here? Uh, the the woman. Oh, she... her. She steals from me. <laughs> steals my money. She said she doesn't speak English. My ass, she doesn't speak English. <laughs> Plays that freaking voodoo music. <laughs> Tries to hypnotize me. She thinks she's going to turn me into a zombie and then rob me blind. Well, I wasn't born yesterday. I might drop dead today, but I sure as hell wasn't born yesterday. Now get the hell out of my house. Mr. Fields, I'm here to spend some time with you. Oh, really? Are you going to kill me? I'm an old man, but crying out loud. You're going to kill an old man, you coward. Oh, listen, before you go, would you mind changing my diaper? <laughs> we drew shit on stone tablets boy that's what we did 
<laughs> I, strapped, oh, I strapped on the uh, the Cowboys and Indian outfits, uh, the very same ones that I use with my wife today. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, roll, roll. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, pretended. Did a lot of pretending back in 1936. Dude, I ain't that old. <laughs> <laughs> 1936. Give me a break. No, but uh, yeah, I mean, listen, we've continued to put out episodes each and every week, and we're going to continue to do so. I've gotten a few emails from listeners that are like, get on the ball and start releasing bonus episodes. I'm like, you're killing me. It's not like we don't have stuff to do. You and I both are still working, even from home. So we got work to do, but... Yeah, I mean, I would love to record a bunch of bonus episodes, but uh, we'll do what we can. That's all I can say. No promises there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so there's still new music coming out, and uh, let's get to this. It's time for the Crank It Up New Music Spotlight. All right, so the Crank It Up New Music Spotlight. Today we are going to spotlight the band Steel City. Steel City, which is headed up by Roy Cathy, who is the singer that was singing in Cold Sweat with Mark Ferrari. Mike Floros on guitar, Jason Cornwall on bass, BJ Zampa on drums, and Tony Stahl on keyboards. And here's a tune. Hopefully you dig it. Check it out. Let us know what you feel. A little love. Hi, this is Mike Floros from Steel City, and you're listening to the Growing Up Rock Podcast with Steven in Hollywood. Crank that shit up. Put a little love in your heart.
So I listened to this entire album the other day. Okay, I will start with I like it. But it's one of the few bands where their choruses I actually like better than the verses. And that's usually not the case. Usually what happens is somebody's got a great song or a great few songs and the chorus just absolutely blows. These guys, the verses don't blow, but they got the opposite problem, which is a little weird. Yeah, so this band, if you're a fan of Bon Jovi or Winger or Europe or Giant or some of those bands, this band's very melodic. For me, in a lot of places, they're a little bit guitar light, meaning that it's just not heavy enough for me personally in the mix. And that's just me. I think it's a great record. Like Sonny said, their courses are huge. You can tell they spend a lot of time with their courses. And uh, yeah, to your point, the verses are not, they're not bad, but the courses outweigh them. So I agree with you 100%. I like this tune. The other single, I think, from the record is called Hearts on Fire, which is the leadoff track. Roy Cathy is a great singer. I mean, he was phenomenal on Monsters of Rock, Front and Cold Sweat. I thought he was really good. He's just a great singer. And so this band, it's kind of a bonus for this band to have him on this record and have him front in the band. So, yeah, that's it. Steel City, the name of the record is Mach 2. And the release date was March 20th. So go out there and get it. It's on Paris Records. That's all we got to say about that. Now let's get into this episode. And let me tell you something. Doctors know nothing about the body. It's unbelievable. Number one, I come walking in, the nurse comes over like an animal. Give me a cup of urine. Go, you take cream and sugar with that, honey? Maybe a donut on the side. So now she sends me into the doctor. He's checking me out. I think everything's all right. Just as I'm getting dressed, the guy jams a finger up my ass. This man went to school for 35 years to learn about the body. You, you don't jam your finger up someone's ass. I mean, tickle it. Talk dirty to me. Get me excited about the project. Then he starts juggling my couillons like he's looking for ripe tomatoes. So I'm going, Doc, back off. This ain't no fucking social call. So you know what this fucking nitwit tells me? He goes, you need to cut down in smoking. So I'm like, okay. But did you have to stick your hand up my ass to find this out? Okay, so we both wanted to share songs that have attachments to either doctors or nurses or spreading the disease, virus, that kind of stuff, that wordplay that we were talking about. And I want to share a few with you, and then we'll play a few uh, while we're sharing. But, uh, you know, the first one that popped into my mind was Bad Medicine by Bon Jovi, right? I Like, the minute that you hear, hey, let's have songs about medicine, man, it was the, like the first thing that popped into my head. Remember, this was a song that was, hold on, I'm not done. Yeah. One more time. Remember, that was this one. Yeah. Yeah, it's a catchy song. I actually like Bad Medicine. I think I like Bad Medicine a little bit more than I like You Give Love a Bad Name, personally. Yeah, two years apart, right? By the time Bad Medicine comes out, they're the biggest thing on the planet, which You Give Love a Bad Name probably took them there. Yeah, right? absolutely. The next one that popped in my head was I Want a New Drug. So what I did was like the first 10 or 12 of these songs popped in my head immediately. 
And then I had to go look at my iTunes library a little bit, but want a new drug by Huey Lewis, you know, fun video. God, it's hard to believe that song is 37 years old. Yeah. That's a great record. Is that off of four? Oh, it is. No, it's on sports. That's what I meant. Actually sports. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Next one I thought of was Dr. Doctor by Thompson (laughs) Twins. I know Steve-O out of format. F you. Um, (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. Out of format. You are so out of format, Poonie. You bastard. The funny part about this was there was a, the B side was Nurse Shark. So it works both ways, right? That Dr. Doctor and on the B side, that Nurse Shark. But this song's 36 years old too. I don't think I've ever heard Nurse Shark, but Dr. Doctor, that's a 80s classic staple. Oh yeah, because it was a single, right? Nurse Shark is fun. It's not as good as Dr. Doctor though. Dr. Feel Good, of course, came right up. Uh, Not exactly, you know, about doctors and nurses technically, but you know, it has the title. So what are you going to do? Somebody Get Me a Doctor was one of the first ones that popped in my head. I know it's David Lee Roth and not Sammy Hagar. I got it. Uh, Doctor, Doctor by Iron Maiden. So they had done a cover of the UFO song and, uh, Blaze is actually singing it. This was on best of the B-sides. It came out in 2002 and uh, Blaze actually does a pretty good job of this song. This, it's better than the UFO version, in my opinion. Sonny Pooney, Sonny Pooney. And I remember waking up, who the fuck is Sonny Pooney? So whatever. Bitch, please. I'm going to show you. Uh, talking about covers, I don't need no doctor. So this one has actually a cool story. So one of my kids has a, is in remission now, but had a blood condition called ITP, which uh, you don't, it means you don't have enough platelets in your blood. Uh, you know, at two years old, having a kid that has ITP and doesn't have enough platelets means that if somebody's, that person bleeds, the blood won't clot to stop the bleeding basically, right? So if you can imagine having a two-year-old basically being away from everybody else because everybody else doesn't understand that this person can't roughhouse with you. Right. And I remember when she was three, four, five years old and going to the doctor all the time. And she became really, really tough little kid because, you know, she'd just stick her arm out, say, take all the blood you need, whatever. Cause they were doing all kinds of tests on her. I remember I would teach her, I don't need no doctor by wasp, right. Just to have some fun with her. I've always liked wasps version better than Humble Pie. I don't think the Humble Pie version has enough punch to it, to be honest. I didn't know that was a Humble Pie song, to be honest. I thought, for some reason, I was thinking that that was like, I don't know, not the Who or somebody, but I just didn't think it was Humble Pie. I knew it was a remake. I knew it was an older song, but I did not know it was a Humble Pie song. So there you go. I like that tune. Cool. Yeah, 1971, I think, for Humble Pie. Uh, Medicine Man, White Snake. So... For the White Snake fans that like the blues, this is off of Love Hunter, 1979. Now, pause Grown Up Rock, go to Spotify, type in Medicine Man White Snake, and if you're a Kiss fan, you're going to hear the God of Thunder riff. Because it's the same riff. Really? Did you notice that? Have you heard this song in a while? Oh, yeah. No, I haven't. Same riff. And God of Thunder is three years beforehand. You love that um, that White Snake record. We played other shit off of that record. Oh, yeah. It's a good... Uh, White Snake's good all the way around. I mean, there's not much bad White Snake. Yeah, it's just the earlier blues White Snake, which 
I mean, I think you kind of prefer that earlier blues white snake version. Uh, yeah, it depends on the song. Yeah. Talking about blues. This one even has honky tonk keyboards. When was the last time you heard rock and roll doctor by black Sabbath? I don't even know that I can necessarily pinpoint that song. What record is that on? Do you know? It's 1976. So where does that put them? But it's got like this honky tonk keyboard, which is very interesting under Ozzy's voice. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. But the first one I wanted to play for everybody, it's a band you might not have heard of. They're called Baton Rouge. They're a a Louisiana band from 86. You know, Kelly Keeling. Yeah. Remember who that is? Yep. This is one of his first original bands and he was a singer. They released three albums, 90, 91, 97. So check out the song. It's called Doctor off of 1990s Shake Your Soul. Check it out.
awesome. So a couple things. One, I think that Black Sabbath song is off of Technical Ecstasy. And two, Tangier, uh, I'm sorry, not Tangier, but Baton Rouge reminds me of kind of a brother version of Tangier. Tangier and Baton Rouge, I used to always get them mixed up. Case in point, I just got them mixed up then. But I like that song a lot. I liked Baton Rouge uh, when they were around. Didn't they have that song like Walk Like a Man or Walk Like a Woman, something like that? Walk Like a Woman, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was off the same album. I think that was the single and the video. Yeah. I mean, I dig that band. It's another band that was, didn't you think they were kind of similar to Tangier? Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you look at Babylon AD, like any of those, they kind of were part Cinderella, part Bon Jovi, kind of mixed in, and they all showed up somewhere between 88 and like 91, and they all kind of sounded the same. It was good music. Don't get me wrong, but it all kind of sounded the same too, and it was right at the tail end. So none of those bands could probably sell a theater right now. Uh, they might be able to sell a club. Interesting fact. I'm betting that Baton Rouge, not from Baton Rouge. <laughs> uh, Pearl River, technically, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me share a few of mine. Before I go into some of mine, let me ask you this. Are you getting excited to check out any of these uh, artists that are starting to stream from their bedrooms and bathrooms today? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing some of it. Like I saw, let's see, Kulik did something the other day, which was pretty cool. Jericho did something the other day, which was pretty cool. So there's there's bands doing it. Like technically when we're recording this, Eclipse and Shiraz Lane hasn't done their thing yet, but I'm sure it's going to be great. The Prince Experience, it's a uh, cover band from Wisconsin. The lead guy's doing something. Supposedly, it's supposed to be on April 2nd. You know, maybe I'll see that. I think it might be the new normal, and I'm okay with it. As long as it sounds good and it's done well, like, who cares? I think it's good. Well, I got tickets to, or I will have tickets. I just got to go online and purchase them. I'm purchasing tickets to Eclipse tomorrow and Shiraz Lane on Friday because they're really cheap, like eight bucks US. And I find like that's a decent way to support a band. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Hey, interesting fact here, Hollywood. I may actually be doing some day drinking since technically these shows will be streaming live during the day and the afternoon here in the States because Eclipse is over in Sweden. So they're several, several hours ahead and Shiraz Lane over in Finland, several hours ahead. I think Shiraz Lane happens at one o'clock my time and Eclipse is two o'clock my time. So I may be doing just a tad bit of day drinking while enjoying some concerts. Is that fair? Why don't you day drink normally? It's not like you got anything going on. You know, because I'm not a big drinker, and that's not totally true. I'm actually working from home. I have responsibilities, and I have files to edit for clients. So I am working, but I've gotten myself far enough ahead to where I think I can open up my calendar 
to enjoy Eclipse and Shiraz Lane on Friday and do a little bit of drinking. (laughs) Open up the dollar bottle of wine and drink 33 cents of it. Perfect. (laughs) How many damn times I can tell you it's not a buck. $6.99 at the least amount. $3.99 is cooking wine. I'm not drinking cooking wine, for God's sakes. (laughs) All right. Well, before we get into more of that, let's share some of mine. I basically went through your list and made sure I didn't duplicate anything. And I think I was pretty successful in that. And I'm going to start off with this first track I'm going to play by the band Treatment. I love the Treatment. They put out three really solid, I guess, four really solid records at this point. Here's a song called The Doctor. And this was when it's off their first record. Enjoy. I'm 
Yeah, even their most recent record is awesome from last year. So uh, I'm getting into the treatment a little bit. Yeah, I mean, they've had a few uh, lineup changes in terms of singers and stuff, but their albums are super consistent throughout, no matter who's in that band. I would love to see them on Mork, truthfully. I mean, they're, they'd be perfect for the Monsters of Rock Cruise. They're a really good band. And I saw them live. I did have the opportunity to see them live. In fact, that's what turned me on to the band was seeing them open for Motley Crue and Kiss on that tour that the crew and Kiss did together. That's where I first heard of the treatment. Next up, I'm Your Doctor by Rhino Bucket on their last release. Doctor My Eyes by Jackson Brown. Who doesn't love that one? Love that tune. Dr. Roberts from The Beatles, which, of course, Hollywood loves The Beatles, but (laughs) Doc Roberts off a Revolver, great song. Uh, What the Doctor Ordered by this UK band, Terrorvision. We've played them before here on the show. It's a cool little punk type song. Dr. Doctor by UFO. I happen to disagree with my friend Hollywood. Dr. Doctor by UFO is amazing. The original version or Michael Schenker, either one. Uh, sounds great. Here's a cool tune off of Slash's uh, first uh, solo record, not the Snake Pit stuff. Dr. Alibi, which he does with Lemmy. Lemmy doing vocals on it. I like that song. It's fun. It's cool. Just What the Doctor Ordered by Ted the Madman Crazy Man Nugent. Sick Adrenaline, Cruel Intention. Sick Adrenaline is one of those new European bands They're pretty cool. Their record's really good. I like the Cruel Intentions. I don't think my friend Hollywood there is going to be too partial to them. They're a little bit sleazy, and the singer's probably not in his wheelhouse, but I like it. Here's a deep cut from Rat, and this record and this song probably doesn't get a whole lot of love, but I love Lovesick. Lovesick is a cool rat tune. That's one of the songs off that record that I like. I don't even know what the name of that record is, but uh, it didn't get much love. It was much later in the uh, catalog. So there you go. There's a few of mine to share. Well, let me share a few more since we were talking about Wasp before. Remember Dr. Rocketer? Remember that one from Crimson Idol? I do not. I'm not not that familiar with Crimson Idol. I know some of it. I've gone through it a few times, but it's not one of my go-to records. Yeah, that song, even though it's in 1992, it's got that 80s Wasp feel, so it's kind of cool. Yeah. I remember the song Soul Doctor by Foreigner. It was that original track on The Very Best and Beyond. Yeah, this made my list. I like that song. Oh, okay. Rick Springfield. Okay, righty. Take a chill pill. Out of format. You are so out of format, Poonie. You bastard. Uh, it's a good song. It's called Alien Virus, and it's off of his 2004 Shock, Denial, Anger, and Acceptance. And it's got a very kind of like a blues feel. It's a great vocal. If you're into Rick Springfield at all or want to give it a chance. There's also a song out there by Maiden, Iron Maiden, called Virus. And it was actually the new track on Best of the Beast from 96 so blaze sings that track too and it's actually a pretty good track and blaze does it uh, live still when he plays acoustically weird al yankovic had one called a virus alert now technically it's about a computer virus but it's such a fun song i wanted to share it with people it's off of uh, straight out of linwood his 2006 release you might want to check that out but i think the next song i want to play for you is uh disease by Dawkins. so check this out 
That to me, that's an underrated docking record. That lightning strikes. I like that docking record, and I like that song. That's a good tune. Yeah. So by this time, right, two thousand eight. That's their tenth album. Songs written by Mick Brown and Don Dockin. And at this point, you got Don Mick, John Levin, and Barry Sparks on bass. But the song has a little more of a modern sound versus sometimes that 80s sound they get kind of lumped in with. It's a little more modern sounding. And I think Don sounds good for 2008. Not bad. Yeah, I like that whole record, honestly. That was uh, one of the few later records that I, I went out and purchased and said, you know, I think it's good enough from front to back for me to have. So. I went out and got that one. I like it a lot. Okay, so before we have you share some more of yours, I wanted to share the folks who retweeted us and shared us on Facebook. So here are the folks that helped us out last week. Zeus, Mike Williams, Eladio, Rodney Dixon, The Hook Rocks, David Cathy, ACDC, Cronkite, Dan Nation, Ogata, Trace Mess 469, Bill Elam, Brian Harris, Potter Than Hell, Save Rock and Metal, Retro Zest, Jeff Taylor, David Hudson, Kevin Williams, Ivan Galesick, Chris James A., Peter Cicery, Rodney Wayne Delcor, Grayson Gallegos, Curtis Shaver, Shouted Out Loudcast, Daryl Alber, Tammy Ann, Scott Gull, Todd Herrig, Ages of Rock Podcast, Chris Granza, Boo Boo, what's up? <laughs> Jay Sablewski, <laughs> uh, Zayden Black, Courtney Cronin Dold, Stanley Lewis for You, Ridiculous Rock Record Reviews. David Rudat, Brad Rustoven, Nick Osenziak, Mr. Cole Thornton, Kerry Morgan, Keith Rochford, Bob Madsen, Tony Masalam, Chris Fretwell, Jason Alexander, Rick Friel, Kevin, we call him number two, Hopper, Steve Wright, Tommy Gelati, or as one of my friends said, Gigliotti yesterday. So see, I'm not the only one that thought that. Curtis Lankos, Stephanie Temples, Alan Tate, Donna Chang is sexy. Yes, she is. Steve Vargo and wanted to thank Restrained for all the bumper music and everything. And I got to tell you, a lot of these names have stuck with us since day one and continue to share us. So that's really cool. Yep. A lot of new friends in there, a lot of old friends. And we do consider all you guys friends, a lot of podcaster friends in that group. And uh, it's just awesome. It's a great community and uh, super happy for all those folks. If anybody that's on that list hasn't gone to the Grown Up Rock Loud Minority Facebook page and joined up, please do so. We have a lot of fun talking about new bands and new stuff on, going on. And I uh, want to also start conversations about the podcast episodes, share ideas and thoughts, things like that. So it's all good. But yeah, once again, thanks for everybody participating in this community and sharing us up because the only way this podcast grows is by all of you guys sharing. So that's it. We appreciate it. All right. So let me jump back into my list and share a few. Sick as a Dog by Aerosmith off the Rocks record. Great song. Back to back with another song, Sick as a Dog, popular title by the band Black Aces out of Australia. They're very ACDC-like. I love that record that this is on. It's really good. So check out the Black Aces. Don't check out that latest record they did, though. That was really not a good record. <laughs> they just released an EP, and it was not good. Uh, how about Sick Little Twisted Mind off a Danger Danger's record? That's a good tune. That Danger Danger record's pretty good. 
And then how about this one? I absolutely love the newest Pretty Maids record, Undress Your Madness. And here's a song appropriately titled Runaway World. Dig it.
Yeah, Pretty Maids has a lot of great music. So you hear us always talking about the Dawkins, the Scorpions, the Rats, the White Snakes, the Kisses, like all these classic bands that uh, we've come to know and love. And then you hear us say stuff about Eclipse and Heat and Shiraz Lane and some of the bands that not a lot of people hear about that are abroad. Pretty Maids is one of those folks that have been there since the White Snakes and are still there with the new and up and comers. So they've got tons of great rock that you can go check out. Yeah, so happy Ronnie Atkins, the singer, is doing much better with his cancer treatments. Really, really excited. Really sorry that we missed them on the last Monsters of Rock cruise, but super excited that they may be playing 2021, which hopefully everything is back to somewhat of a new normal by then. Uh, That's a long ways off, so fingers crossed. All right. On to more on my list. How about the first Alcatraz record? No parole for rock and roll with none other than Mr. Ingve Malmsteen on guitar. General Hospital, Graham Bonnet's band. Uh, wait, a, wait a second, wait a second. Malmsteen wasn't the problem with that album. I, Graham Bonnet, I don't know, I can't get into him. You can get into him? I can't really get into him. Yeah, I get why you can't get into him and... I completely understand. Like sometimes you're, you're not into a singer and I can't quite figure it out, but Graham Bonnet, I actually figured out, you know, I don't think he sings from his diaphragm or something. I don't think Graham Bonnet's a bad singer, but I understand what you're saying. You know, I mean, it's his band. So the first couple Alcatraz, uh, one with, uh, Malmsteen, the other one with Vi, they're both really good records, but I'm not going to disagree with you. Bonnet is a, um, he's an interesting one to get used to. He wasn't my favorite rainbow singer either. Yeah. It made it tough because I am a Momstein and Vi fan, right? So I basically, you know, when you go into the hole, you find all this stuff. I'm like, oh my God, they were in the same band at one point. Yeah. Right. Right after another. Oh, this has got to be great. And then about two, three songs in, I'm like, okay, I can't, I, I can't do it. Well, and you know what's bad is that Graham Bonnet has been with a lot of bands that I like. Like, I like Rainbow. I like Alcatraz. I like Michael Schenker Group. I, li- I like all that stuff. And Graham Bonnet has sang for all of those. I saw Graham Bonnet sing with Michael Schenker on that Michael Schenker, uh, Schenker Fest thing. He still sounds like Graham Bonnet, but if you don't like Graham Bonnet, then it's not going to be good for you. Uh, luckily, they switch out with uh, three other singers or two other, no, three other singers. So he's got, uh, you know, Gary Barton and uh, Robin McCauley and um, Doogie White. So you get a good variety. But yeah, I get it. That's not a surprise to me. How about SOS by Eclipse? Bad Disease by Jet Boy. Of course, Spreading the Disease by Queensryche. Another SOS by Gothard. Emergency by The Treatment. We played The Treatment earlier. Uh, This song is off the same record, Emergency. So they got a theme going on here. Last Man Standing by Chris Laney. Chris Laney's a guitar player over there in Europe who has, I think, taken part in Zan Clan and a couple of other things like that. Shotgun Messiah, things like that. Still Standing by Mach 22. 
We saw them last year on the Monsters of Rock cruise. I don't think you really necessarily like them, but I actually like Mach 22. I think they're pretty good. Their songs are pretty good. Yeah, they're all right. Uh, they didn't blow me away on Monsters of Rock cruise. That's that's one of the things. Yeah, Fair enough. How about you? You want to share any thoughts, anything going on with uh, your changes in your life, uh, your normal day-to-day life routine? Yeah, I, you know, for me being the job that I have takes me from store to store and basically, you know, checking compliance on a bunch of things and making sure people are okay and doing their job and that kind of thing. When you do that from afar, you quickly realize that you don't always talk to everybody every day. So if I'm out and about and I'm visiting two or three stores, then those are really the only two or three stores I connect with that day. And If something happens in some other stores, of course, I'll get a call while I'm driving to the next place or whatever and field it. In the new normal, I'm talking to basically all 19 every day. And that is actually harder than doing what I was doing, right? And then there was a day last week where I'm like, I have got to get out of this house. Like I had had it. Like I usually can pretty much do whatever. But I think it was like Wednesday or Thursday last week. I'm like, babe, I got to go. Do you need eggs or milk or something? I, I got to get the hell out of here. And the walk every once in a while that we do wasn't doing it for me. So I can imagine that people are getting a little cooped up right now. Yeah, let's talk about the fact that I'm at least three weeks behind on all my podcast. Podcast numbers are down. I can't speak for anybody. I can only speak for us and a few of our friends that have basically told me the same thing. But I think what becomes overtly apparent is that people listen to podcasts in their cars and on their commutes because podcast numbers are down. And I know that people, the numbers aren't down because people are listening to them at their houses. (laughs) I'm one of them. I mean, I used to listen to podcasts on my commutes to wherever I was going. And in Atlanta, a commute is usually on average an hour, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. So I'm at least three weeks behind on the majority of my podcast. My friends are talking about episodes that they did. And I'm like, uh, and I feel dumb because a, I haven't listened to their podcast that I enjoy, and B, I just don't know what the inside joke is because I haven't heard it. <laughs> yeah, I'm keeping up okay because I still listen to podcasts early morning and late night when either you know the kids haven't gotten up yet or the wife went to bed already kind of thing. And then I still listen on the weekends when I've got something going on in the garage or you know I go out to get groceries or whatever. Uh, I'm still listening. The difference here is, at least for me, is you're used to getting all this human interaction. So by the time you get home, you almost want alone time. So you spend some time with family, but you don't spend the amount of time probably with family as you should, as you do with other folks. Now that there's no interaction with any of those people, all you're doing is interacting with your family. So when we're here, which is all the time, we try to do stuff together and we're doing more stuff together than we ever have before. So that kind of cut into some of my podcast time, but I'm keeping up okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm along the same lines. I mean, my wife and I walk every morning, and usually when we walk, I don't put headphones on because we're talking as we walk. And used to be when I was in the gym or whatever, working out, I was working out on my own, so I would wear headphones and catch up with a lot of stuff, so I don't get to do that anymore. I haven't swam 
in two and a half weeks. And that's a big deal for me because I used to swim three to four days a week uh, religiously. And that's important for me because my joints, my knee joints and things like that, they can't always take a whole lot of uh, back and forth. And so swimming is something that I was able to do that was really helpful to me. And I can't do that now. And it's really bumming me out because I looked forward to that and that was important to me. So I can't do that and I'm having to adapt. But, you know, these are all things that will get through. I'm sure I'm positive, as a matter of fact, that there are people with way worse issues than you or I. So, <laughs> uh, no, nobody has the issues like you do. You've got by far more issues than anybody. I'm a Grammy Award winning producer with 17 platinum or gold records. <laughs> it's not that kind of issues, though, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Those are those are a whole completely different type of issue, my friend. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, what other great music you got for these folks? So there was also a song called Disease. We played Disease by Dokken, but there was also a song called Disease by Skid Row. And it's actually a little bit harder to find because it's not on Spotify. But uh, 2006 revolutions per minute. So at this point, it's Johnny Solinger. And then uh, this guy named Dave Gara playing drums. And then, of course, you got Scotty Snake and Rachel. Uh, but it's a good song. I I'm not a huge fan of all the Johnny Solinger stuff, but this one is a good song. Favorite disease? Oh, That, that record, hold on, let me talk about that record a minute. That record was not great. I took one song off that record. I think, uh, what was it? Uh, Another Dick in the System. I think that was the name of it. That was a pretty good song. Because <laughs> it reminded you of... You? Uh, Dick. Excuse me. Rich. Will milk be made available to us? We're extremely thirsty, sir. I have a really low tolerance for dehydration. I've seen her dehydrate, sir. It's pretty gross. <laughs> it's not another asshole I'm in the system. I'm just wondering. No, it's not another <laughs> asshole in the system. It's a dick. Different body oh. part. <laughs> nice. Um... <laughs> 2008, there was a song called Favorite Disease by Rev Theory. Now, Rev Theory, to me, has got a bunch of good stuff, but they don't really have one great album you can latch onto. The good songs are spread over many, many albums. So two that people would know immediately, Shosil Disease by Bon Jovi. I mean, come on, that was on Slippery When Wet. Contagious by Y&T. Do I need to say more? By the way, did anybody go and listen to our Aaron Lee interview Aaron Lee, bass player for Y&T, that was a great interview. If you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to it. What else do you got to do? You're sitting at home, for God's sakes. <laughs> there was also a Contagious by a band called Saving Abel, 2010 albums called Miss America. Pretty good album, actually. And But it's, it's one of those, like, Theory of a Dead Man kind of sounds the same. It's kind of like with that whole Tangier thing we were talking about before. There was, like, four or five bands in, like, the late 2000s, early 2010s that kind of sounded all the same too. So, but it's good stuff. I mean, it's straight ahead rock. Uh, the missing piece by LA guns a couple of years ago had a song called baby got a fever. Mm -hmm. Pretty good song on that one. Uh, we were talking about rainbow before, uh, more of a Jolene Turner fan. So rock fever was on straight between the eyes. Problem is that album also had stone cold. That's probably the only song anybody knows basically off that album. Death Rattle by Bisto Blanco. It is a great live song. Oh my God. And that first album, uh, which came out in 2016 now, so they've been around four years. What I would suggest if you've never tried Bisto Blanco before is 
go watch it on YouTube and listen to the song as you're watching the video or a live clip because it actually adds to the flavor of the song. This is a very visual band that adds an element to the music that you can't get any other way. Yeah, I, lo- I love that song. That You're right. Very good live, very visual. Yeah. We were talking about Pretty Maids before and Ronnie Atkins, and we talked about Eclipse before, and we were talking about Eric Martin saying, what if you put the two together? Well, you get a Nordic Union. And they had an album about four years ago, self-titled Nordic Union, and they have a song called When Death is Calling, and it's a pretty good song. You should check it out. That whole album actually is pretty good. I would like to point out that last two songs that you've referenced had the word death in them. You're very negative about this whatever. whole thing. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. It's true. You're buzzkill. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But anyway, the song that I'm playing for you is actually a little bit off the beaten path for me, because if you've listened to any of our episodes, I'm usually the more melodic guy, but there's a band out there called Circle of Dust. And this is just like any other band that's had a bunch of infighting. They've been together since 88, bunch of different forms, lots of starts and stops, all kinds of fights in the band. Then after the dust settled about five years ago, the lead guy, whose name is Clayton, technically his name is Scott Albert, gets all the rights to everything, re-releases all their past albums, and then releases an album called Machines of Our Disgrace. On this album, Clayton does everything. So he is everything from all the instruments, all the vocals, all the mastering, to producing, all of it. It's a do-it-yourself product, and it sounds great. So check out this kind of industrial metal song called Contagion by Circle of Dust. Well, I say the less we have to do with fancy things we don't need, the better.
Yeah, so I'd never heard of this band at all. Uh, I listened to the song this afternoon. Not my cup of tea. I tried to check it out and was like, yeah, okay. A, I'm surprised that Sonny's playing this, and B, like, not my cup of tea. So, good on you. (laughs) You can't listen to it with a cup of tea. You need, like, you know, Jack. Yeah, he needs something. You need (laughs) earplugs to listen to that song. No, it's a good song. No, it's not. Uh, Let's talk about yours. (laughs) You don't want to finish up your list? (laughs) No, I'm going to finish up after you finish up yours. All right, you're going to bust on me. All right, let's start off with another standing song. How about Standing in the Light by Gothard? Love Gothard. They got a few songs on my list. And then let's go into this one. That's a song called Rise Up by Linum. We've featured them before in the Crank It Up New Music Spotlights. How about Rise by Heat? You heard that in the opening track that went into the episode. Heat's a big thing with me and Sonny these days. Look for an episode in the upcoming months for them. Malaria by LA Guns. That's an old one. 
Uh, how about a little Scarlet Fever by Kicks? How about the movie Almost Famous with the uh, pretend band Stillwater? They had a song called Fever Dog. I actually like that song. Very Zeppelin-y feel. Uh, so that's a pretty cool tune. How about Big Cock? Sonny doesn't have one. Song called Feverish. You like that band? I do like Big Cock. <laughs> That's not, what I was trying to get you to yeah, say. I'm not ashamed. Now everybody can clip it. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> How about Fever for Gold by Tangier? More or less a song about the gold rush. Who doesn't want a song about the gold rush? Tangier wrote one. <laughs> How about Cold Fever from Tor Tor off the Wild America record? That's a great song. That's a great record. I really enjoy that record by Tor Tor. Here's a classic off of the Screaming for Vengeance record, Judas Priest and Fever. Ah, such a great song. Their version of a ballad, but it's fantastic. How about Quiet Riot's Condition Critical? Their record Condition Critical, the title track Condition Critical, you like Quiet Riot? That's a pretty cool tune. There you go. That's my list. Yeah, I just got a few others. If you love Buck Cherry, uh, there's a album released about six years ago. It's actually called Fuck, and it's an EP. Some really catchy songs. Uh, a lot of them have that kind of punk feel, which a lot of Buck Cherry does. But the song's called It's a Fucking Disaster, which is great. Winger's first album, State of Emergency. Great song. There's nothing wrong with that at all. We were talking about Eric Martinson earlier, and we haven't talked about Richie Kotzen or Jeff Cotsoto at all, but Jeff Cotsoto and Eric Martinson were in a band called Wet, and 2018's Earth Rage had a song called Urgent, which is really cool, and it's not a cover of the Foreigner song. And then really, we're going to talk a bunch about Heat in the coming months too, but one of my favorite Heat songs is called Emergency, and it's off of 2014's Tearing Down the Walls, and... uh that song is actually on my can't live without list right now. That's a, it's a really, really good song. So like we said before, there are tons of songs. Maybe Steven will be really, really nice for you to make a uh, playlist of all these songs. I would be happy to make a Spotify list and throw a bunch of this stuff on there. No problem. That's what I do. That's exactly what I live for. And I will be happy to do so. Uh, but yeah, once again, this is meant to be sort of a tribute episode to everybody on the front lines that are working hard each and every day, not just the doctors and nurses and people in the medical community, but also people that are stocking shelves at grocery stores, people that are working 12, 13, 14 hours straight, delivery drivers. You know, we appreciate each and everybody that's working hard to keep this country running because it is definitely a weird and interesting time. And we, I would have to say that just about everybody, none of us have ever gone through anything like this before in our time on this earth. So like I said, there's a lot at the end of the tunnel. This all will eventually pass. And in the meantime, if we can take an hour and a half and get you away from it, share a couple laughs, bust on each other a little bit and play some great rock and roll, then that's what we're going to do. And we're going to continue to do that each and every week. And when we get a bonus episode in there, we'll do that too. But that's what it's all about. 
so once again, thank you to everybody that's been with us from the beginning. Thank you for all the new listeners that have come on board. Go over to the Facebook page, the Growing Up Rock Silent Majority Facebook page. Join the group. It's a private group. You can come in there. We can discuss episodes. You can share new music, get ideas on new music, and just basically share thoughts with the community. So you know what time it is. You wanted the best, but you got the best. The hottest band in the world. Kiss! It's time for your historic moment on Growing Up Rock. So to have a little fun, we're going to play something from a band called Hayseed Dixie. It's a hillbilly parody band from Nashville. And you just heard the word, yes, hillbilly from Hollywood. Yes, it sounds exactly as you may think a hillbilly band would sound like. So check out this from 2003's Kiss My Grass. Here is Calling Dr. Love. so bad you're not the only one i've ever had so if you say you're gonna set me free don't you know you'll be in misery lady call me dr love call me dr love call me dr love i got the key you think you know call me dr Nothing you can do You need my love and yeah you know it's true So if you please get on your knees There are no bills and there are no thieves Baby I know what your problem is First step of the cure is a kiss They call me Dr. Love Call me Dr. Love Call me Dr. Love I got the cure for you know Call me Dr. Love Oh, let me tell you about 
I love it. I listened to this this afternoon, put an instant smile on my face. I actually, we had to play Calling Dr. Love because it goes with the theme, but I actually had to listen to Let's Put the X in Sex, their version of that. I mean, it's just, if you ain't smiling when this stuff is going on, then I don't know what to tell you, but that's pretty fun. (laughs) They do a whole bunch of covers, like several, they got several records on Spotify with all kinds of cover tunes and they're just, they're fun. And they just released an album about a month ago. So you should definitely check them out. They got tons of material and they do everything from Sabbath to Metallica to Zeppelin to Kiss. And they've got one full Kiss record. And uh, yeah, it it is really fun. Better than that Metalachi stuff we were looking at, which is good too. And, uh, you know, better than Max Sabbath because it's not just Sabbath songs. Yeah, I heard of these guys, I want to say several, several years back, there was a video that went viral of them doing Highway to Hell. And that made the rounds for a long time. And that's where I first heard of Hey See Dixie. So I actually uh, had heard of them before. Hey See Dixie is kind of like a play on ACDC. You get it? Uh, I got you. I got you. All right. So, yeah, that was the first time I heard that uh, Kiss uh, cover, but uh, enjoyed it as well. So that's cool. You Great pick, actually, on your part. That was a really good pick. So what else we got to say uh, about this episode before we call it a night? I couldn't do what any doctor or nurse is doing because uh, I'd pass out at the sight of blood. So I'd be no good to anybody. So thanks for everything you're doing. Cause every time I'm sick, I come to you and you make me feel better. So I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you to all the other podcasters out there that are continuing to put out content. Putting on a podcast weekly is not as easy as it sounds. And we work hard to produce the content and we enjoy doing it. Otherwise we wouldn't be doing it cause we ain't making no money off of it. And hopefully, like we said, it brings you just a short hour or two away from the daily grind that is our lives today. For me and Sonny, it allows us that nice hour and a half away from our daily grinds just to jump on a call and talk about rock and roll and share it with you guys. And that's why we continue to do it. So thanks to all the other podcasters out there doing exactly what we're doing. Please go out there and seek out those podcasts as well. There's great ones out there. And take your mind off of all this crap for a little while. Smile. It'll be all right. Everything's going to end up okay. Well, until next week, do we have anything else to add before we shuffle, rattle, and roll our way out of this little conversation? I know. Just thanks for listening and uh, keep sharing us. Appreciate it. Later. Get ready to shuffle, rattle, and roll. Play us out, boys. I saw you there Just standing there I thought I was only dreaming, yeah I kissed you then Then once again
such delight Please make sure you subscribe to our podcast, Growing Up Rock, and leave us a review on iTunes. Give us a like and leave us a comment on Facebook at Growing Up Rock. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.